Listener Production. Wall Street struggles to advance despite another better reading on inflation. And Aussie shares expected to end the week lower with REA Group's shares in focus. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Friday the 12th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. There's always a little bit of relief, isn't there, Ryan, on a Friday morning? There is. And of course, last night you rang the bell at the Australian Stock Exchange. That was exciting, wasn't uh, it? You know what? That's a rare privilege. And um, it was a lovely invitation. So cheerio to uh, all of our friends down at the ASX who do a great job and um, uh, to our HVC customers with whom we met last night. And um, that was lovely to spend some time with that group of people. Absolutely. Our customers are very important and we don't just focus on our high value clients. We also we focus on all of them, um, yes. but we do have nice customers. I observe, you know, that's a, a, a nice thing to be able to report, Ryan. In terms of what we saw last night, what did you think of last night's session? Yeah, you know, it didn't give me much in terms of pointers to the character of, of things. Uh, we saw another better reading on producer inflation. You know, previously, we had the better CPI report. Uh, you would have thought that perhaps equities might trade off that a little more effectively, but they were a little bit mired. They weren't happy to move higher. Well, that's yes. right. It was another mixed night, Tom. And what we did see is a continuation of the same themes. We saw data signaling a slowdown in the US job market. So that was well, typically should be received quite positively. We did see... People claiming unemployment benefits. So that's it. That hit a one We could call it the doll. It's an inelegant way of describing it, the doll, but it's kind of the American version of that. They call them jobless claims. Jobless claims. And they hit 264,000 last week, and that's a one and a half year high, and that points to some cracks in the US labour market as demand slows. So that potentially gives the US Federal Reserve some room to halt further interest rate increases in the months ahead. But it must be said, this series has been quite low for a sustained period of time, and it's just this sort of uh, blip higher in, in the last couple of weeks that's got everyone's attention. And we've been waiting for some signs of cracks in the US labour market with... Be careful what you wish for, I say. Well, that's it. That's it. So the unemployment rate, as we know in the United States, is at 53-year lows yeah. of, f- at 3.4%. So still a very strong labour market with solid wages growth contributing to inflation. Indeed. So combined with the better than expected reading on producer inflation, uh, the pr- core measure of producer inflation was actually the lowest level since January of 21, uh, which was not a bad outcome. And that was uh, an important factor when you combine it with the CPI figures of the day before, and it helped long and short-term interest rates move lower, it was the long-term interest rates that moved lower to a greater extent. A 10-year government bond trading at 3.39% in yield terms. So bonds are a little bit of a tricky animal, aren't they, Ryan? Because as they improve, uh, the yield falls and the price rises tends to get people on the hop a little bit. It does, but what it did show last night was some support for the tech shares again. Yep. So those mega cap growth shares, the tech shares continue to perform well, and we saw a continuation of the strong performance of Alphabet. Its shares added 4.3% a day after Google unveiled new software and gadgets at its developer conference. The tech giant said it's eliminating the waitlist for its chatbot Bard. It's exciting. Well, they're essentially, to, to paraphrase all of that, they're going to be introducing uh, AI across a whole range of their products. They're essentially trying to catch up with Microsoft, who has the wood on them. 
Well, that's in it. this race. And we did see Microsoft shares down 0.7%, and it was a little bit of a weight on the broader market, wasn't it? Indeed. So uh, it seems that out of nowhere, this AI conversation has emerged, but it has been bubbling away in the background. And it is, you know, from time to time, making quite an impression on things. Just in terms of the NASDAQ, it has been a clear outperformer compared to the S&P 500 in recent times. Uh, last night, at its worst, it was down by half of 1% at ground higher to finish with a gain of around 0.2 of a percent. The S&P 500, it struggled uh, over the course of the session. It uh, opened with a loss of two-thirds of a percent uh, and it finished with a loss of 02 Just couldn't find the spark last night. But we did get some news towards market close from Elon Musk. <laughs> And he said that he's found a new CEO for Twitter, an unnamed person, a woman. We do know that. And he's going to focus on the product side of things going forward. Tesla shares actually uh, rose by 2% last night. Uh, the Twitter picture was quite volatile, wasn't it, uh, amidst all of this? I mean, Tesla's going to be the beneficiary, you'd think, because he's going to devote a little more time to that rather than going off on these um, vanity excursions. Well, that's right. So the move is likely to allay Tesla investors' concerns who have been increasingly worried about the time that Musk is devoting to turning around Twitter. Musk also runs rocket company SpaceX. He's the renaissance man of our day, isn't he? He's the new Elton John, the rocket man. <laughs> Actually, I wonder if he can play the piano. I wouldn't put it past him. I He's a bright man. Him, yeah. And what about some of the other results overnight, Tom? We heard from Peloton. The Bicycles that go nowhere. That's it. The fitness platform operator and the US consumer safety regulator came out and revealed 2.2 million bikes have caused accidents or issues for the company. So certainly its shares are under pressure on the back It's not the first time they've had a recall. No. And the shares were down 8.9%. And the other one I'd like to point out as well is you're, you're into your beats, aren't you? It is Friday after I all. don't mind a few tunes. I, I don't feel I'm as current as I used to be, to be honest. But what have you got? Well, Sonos shares plunged 24% on the back of disappointing quarterly results. Who would have thought the home sound systems manufacturer also reduced its guidance for the second half of 2023 fiscal year amid weakening consumer demand and channel partner inventory tightening. So less desire to go and buy those ghetto blasters. <laughs> well, I think that also has a tinge of the, the post-pandemic decline in, in that space. Disney also... Uh, was a bit of a feature yesterday. We reported on its numbers after the market closed yesterday. The stock in the day session last night down by 8%. You know, what strikes me, Ryan, is these streaming companies are promising the world and delivering an atlas. So when you look at the performance of these stocks over the course of the last month, you know, they are just hemorrhaging vast amounts of money. Uh, they're saying that a turnaround is imminent. Uh, yet the performances are terrible. We've got Paramount shares down by around 34% so far this month. Uh, Disney down 8%. Uh, Netflix is the only one that stands out in this space at the moment. Uh, it is trying to make a fist of things with its new revenue model, which is based on advertising in some of its products. But in terms of the land grab in this space, the rest of them are struggling, don't you agree? Well, the competition's intense. So yep. post-pandemic, less people are staying at home and watching streaming services. 
and the drop in subscribers are really hurting the bottom lines of these companies and the house of mouse is definitely <laughs> the one that stands out at the yeah. moment it was the biggest drag on the US share markets overnight they um, had 6,000 subscribers added to their uh, accounts last month and that was below the market's expectations uh, and outside of the US uh, there were pockets of weakness as well which was disappointing so yeah not a good day for that we did stock. see shares of coach parent tapestry jump over eight percent after the company reported stronger than expected earnings and revenue for the latest quarter so that does point to some strength in consumer spending and demand and particularly in the luxury sector still so all eyes will be on the chinese recovery and we did see yep. quite weak inflation numbers yesterday which did weigh broadly on the commodity complex which is interesting it's a fine line so a moderation is good deflation as opposed to disinflation bad uh, particularly where commodities are concerned. And this is the thing that makes you pay careful attention to the oil price because it saw that big recovery uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks, but that has now petered out. And with those figures out of China, you would think that that is a pretty stiff headwind uh, for, as you rightly point out, commodities in general, but particularly uh, oil prices. So down by uh, in the order of 2% for both the US and European benchmarks last night, uh, gold prices were a little weaker, down 0.8% for the yellow metal to 2,020 US dollars per ounce. And iron ore uh, continues its recent retreat down by about 2% to $104.80 US per tonne. So there might be a little bit of a vulnerability for the local resource space today uh, outside of what's going on in the lithium space because uh, that is a white hot area at the moment in terms of discussion around consolidation. Well, absolutely. And we did see those lithium producers surge yesterday after the Alcom Levent tie-up, and that's fueled further M&A hopes in the sector. We saw Albemarle in the United States last night. The chemical manufacturing stock added over 2% after being upgraded to overweight by one of the brokers, and that's cited improving trends in China's lithium market. So it really looks like the perfect situation for lithium producers at the moment doesn't it that they are laser focused in terms of extracting every utility they possibly can at the moment. well that's right the miners are flush with cash at the moment after the last year's surge in commodity prices and that's really driving deals in the resources sector at the moment and lithium producers were printing money over the past two years as prices rose sixfold before this year so They've got quite a bit of cash on hand. So in terms of uh, what's on the radar today, we have got uh, some earnings numbers, Ryan. So we've got REA Group. So it's a leading player in online real estate in the Aussie market with its website, realestate.com.au. I'm sure everyone's been on that <laughs> site before. Probably daily. And, and its parent, News Corp, is going to be reporting uh, earnings as well. Well, that's it. So we've got News Corp and Anglo Gold Shanty. Along with that, Janice Henderson and SSR Mining Shares Tradex Dividend, Ampol QBE Insurance and West Africa Resources, who I believe are a gold miner, are scheduled to host annual general meetings. So it's going to be a busy day to end the week. And of course, there will be some focus as well, just on a couple of other overseas events that we hadn't really discussed yet. Bank of England, it yes. was out and about last night. It raised interest rates as expected by... 25 basis points to 4.5%, the 12th increase in a row. The governor of the Bank of England, Bailey, said that they will stay the course on inflation. But we did see an interesting improvement in the economic growth forecasts by the Bank of England, despite the inflationary travails they've got. Inflation has remained above 10% for some time now. 
Ryan, Mother's Day on the weekend, have you um, done anything for, for your mum? I've bought mum some perfume, actually. I hope she's not listening. That's very sweet. That's um, that's not for the faint-hearted, choosing a scent for a lady. Well done. No, quite a difficult thing to do, Tom, and I struggled with it, but I've managed to get something. Whether she likes it or not, it's going to be debatable. <laughs> that's, that's the most important thing. The happy Mother's Day to happy the mums mother's out there. Day. Yes, um, we love our mums. They're the most uh, important people in the world i just stuck with a book and chocolate so happy mother's day mum i know that you won't be listening to this but nonetheless um, she'll be listening no she's in spirit i know cup she's of a coffee down there in kuma <laughs> great supporter of everything i've ever done thank god have a great weekend you too tom and thanks for tuning in this week stevie and laura doing a great job on the afternoon market update This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.